Welcome to Digital Marketing ROI, the podcast that connects marketing to your business's revenue and covers everything you need to know to stay up to date in this crazy digital marketing world. Welcome to Digital Marketing ROI. I'm your host, Shannon Allen. Today, I am joined by a combination of both my managers and sellers at FDS. Welcome, everybody. How you doing? Hi, Shannon. Hi, Hi Shannon. Doing good. We're all excited. You guys are all so excited to jump on this uh, Zoom call so we could record it, right? The best part is we're not recording our faces, right? We're just recording our sounds. The best part about a podcast. Does everybody agree? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> So today's episode is going to be kind of fun for our listeners. I wanted each of my sellers to give a top tip that they would give to one of their clients or possibly a prospect when it comes to digital marketing. Let's just jump right in. And I'm going to start today with a tip from one of my regional sales managers, Lisa Sukuma. Hi, Lisa. Shannon. So Lisa, your tip is something that is important to me at FDS because it's about the consumer journey. So why don't you tell our listeners what your tip is? You got it. So my tip for you, as Shannon said, is about the consumer journey. By marketing your business where consumers are spending the most time, specifically in the digital world, is the key to growing your business. Ask yourself, what path would you take if you didn't know anything about your business? Would you start by reading blogs? Would you read reviews? When you're ready to make a decision, do you Google that business's name or do you go straight to their website? The goal is to make sure that you show up no matter what path they choose. That's great. As I said, this is what the, the way that we do all of our presentations at FDS. Lisa, do you often find that clients are sometimes missing out on a few of those paths in the journey when, when you first start working with a client? I do. Sometimes a client will want to jump right into SEM or search engine marketing, which is the conversion phase of the sales cycle. What we need to take into consideration, however, is that while Google is always the start and finish, there's a lot of researching going on in other places before a consumer makes that final decision of who they want to connect with. So the goal of a good digital marketing campaign is not to assume where that consumer is. Instead, we want to help you reach them wherever and however they're searching for your products and services. That's perfect. I love that. I mean, branding is such an important part of the consumer journey any day, anytime anymore, right? We we know there, that SEM is important, as you said, but it is further down the funnel. And a lot of times we really need to make sure that our clients are branding themselves with that display campaign or the video or OTT campaign, as well as the blogs. That's so important. So thank you for that. I love that tip. That was great. So our next tip is from Carly Manigo. She is one of our senior digital sales consultants on the team. So Carly, you're going to talk about goal settings when working with a media partner or agency. So I'll let you just kind of jump right in and give your tip. Thanks, Shannon. My tip is to ensure you have clear business goals set when starting any marketing strategy and make sure you set your expectations of those results with your digital marketing partner. As business owners, we most likely start something with an idea of results in mind. Take for an example, going to the gym. If your goal is to get toned, your trainer is going to put together a program of exercises to help you reach that goal over time. It's the same idea in digital marketing. But if we don't know what your goals are, it's very difficult to put together a proper plan that will meet expectations and really the results you're looking for. Absolutely. We we all know that sometimes goal setting is the hardest thing. I think anytime we've met with clients, this is one of those hurdles I think every one of us has experienced, haven't they, Carly? I mean, like, there's times we've worked with clients for, you know, years and they're still trying to identify 
and set the goals so that they can measure. What would you say is one of the most common examples of goals that your clients are using to measure right now? Well, it really depends on the industry. Some clients look at overall sales growth by, you know, 10%, 15% year over year. Credit unions, for example, might look at growing number of members each month. Car dealers look at units sold per month. And then the service industry, they might look at how many more appointments are made each yeah. month and year over year. Yeah, that's that's a really good example. And I think in the end, there is no right or wrong answer. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, yes. And really what we want to make sure that they are doing is taking the results that we're bringing them and their other media and then seeing if the needle is moving. But the only way to do that is to figure out what we're going to measure that up against. Yes, absolutely. And having okay. something to work towards. Absolutely. Okay. Great tip. Our next tip comes from Jessica Reed. Jessica Reed is one of our digital marketing consultants, and she's going to talk about connecting your digital marketing to your ROI. So welcome, Jessica. Hi, Shannon. Thank you. In digital marketing, your biggest advantage is that you can use the data in the monthly reporting to measure your return on investment. By reviewing the data and activity in the reports each month, you can measure total actions, conversions, and overall traffic you are seeing by each campaign to see if it connects to your goals for your, the highest ROI. 100%. So this is this comes up very often um, when we first meet with clients. We do talk to them about the value of reporting. There's a lot of companies out there that are not taking the time to report on a monthly basis. Oftentimes, we see people that are getting emails sent to them maybe quarterly. I mean, I think I've met with clients in the past that are like, we never report, right? And, and you and I both know that scheduling that reporting meeting is so important. So, you know, what would you say, how important is the reporting when you're meeting with your current customers? What, what can you tell us on some examples? Yeah, I would say it's extremely important. I review and strategize monthly with my current clients to see what and what is and is not working in their respective um, industries. And we try to be proactive and not reactive when it comes to audience and market trends. Absolutely. And honestly, the reporting, something that we talk about right when we first start working with a client is just setting that proper expectation that I do need you to meet with me. We do need to talk about these things, right? And I think when a business owner really sees the value in that first or second reporting, they're like, wow, this, it's not only helping with what we're doing, but really with overall what they're doing as a whole, what, whether that's traditional marketing, you know, anything that they're doing with their sales team to try to figure out what is the data telling us, right? Yeah, exactly. We want to make sure that we are tailoring the digital strategy to what is working in real time versus yes. being, like I said, reactive. Yes. And I would I would kind of kind of add on to your tip is to encourage any of our listeners that are working with another agency or a media company is you can customize reports, right? And we really encourage our clients to tell us how they want us to report because I can really go down in the weeds. I'm a little analytical and I love to look at the data, but not every business owner wants to look at it that way, right? Yes. No, I have to tailor each one of my reporting to the different industry and the different client, depending yes, on what yeah. they're marketing. And that ties into the marketing goals. As long as I know your marketing goals, that's how I'm going to tailor the report each month. Absolutely. I mean, we, we have clients that are that really want to dig deep into each of the campaigns. And I love that because that's what we want to do. But I also have those clients, they really want to talk about what were the total actions? What were the physical visits? And what's my industry doing right now? So we can make it as complicated or as thorough as possible or as simple as possible. But the goal is to meet on a regular basis to take a look at that data. 
Yeah, and we want to reach that monthly ROI, if not annual as well. Absolutely. Great. Thank you, Jess. That's a good tip. So next up is Jen Todi, who is a digital marketing consultant for us. And she's going to talk to you today about consistency with your brand. Hi, Jen. How are you doing today? Hi, Shannon. My tip is that consistency is key to any successful marketing strategy. You need to make sure you have a clear, consistent, and cohesive message across all of your marketing channels. This will help you build your brand and reputation. It will also help you reinforce whatever action it is that you would like the consumers to take. I totally couldn't agree more. Often I feel like I see that clients are focusing on one message with digital or one message with a TV commercial or a different message with radio. And, you know, what is it in the end? We're all trying to create a frequency with our messaging so that we continue to be top of mind so that when they're ready, let's say you're in the service industry and, oh my gosh, today I need, you know, it's snowing outside today, right? So all of a sudden I need a heating guy, I need an HVAC guy. And if you are top of mind and you're consistent with your brand message, you're going to be the first person that somebody types in when they're looking for it. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. Brand awareness and recognition is huge with a consistent message. You have to have it or you're not top of mind. Absolutely. Um, And It also builds trust in your relationship. They feel like they know you. If your message is clear and it's the same and it's concise, they see it enough times, they know who you are. They don't have to look very far because they already know you're already top of mind. And that and um, research shows that 71% of consumers are more likely to purchase from a brand that they recognize. I think that goes back to trust. And yes. then I would also add on top of that, in this climate, consumers really are paying attention to who they're doing business with. So they're looking at a company as a whole. So your TV yeah. message or your digital message, and if they are not consistent or they're contradictory, they're like, oh, I thought I knew who that business was, but maybe I was wrong. You know, yeah. those are really important to people now is who they're doing business with. So you need to make sure that you're brand is very identifiable and very Mm -hmm. consistent. I was going to ask you what the top benefits are, but I think you really covered that. You know, I mean, all of those things. I mean, the the just that the stat you gave, what was it again? 71%? 71%. Yeah. yeah. And I, I totally agree with you. Um, I, It always comes back to me, the Menards song. <laughs> you know, when you hear that song or that's on a TV commercial or radio, you have that brand already in mind. I mean, it's not my favorite banjo playing, but it is, you know, it's like, ding, 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 you know, it's Menards. But that is, that's such a great point that whatever your message is, if it's consistent across all media channels, then you're really going to stand apart and build that trust with the consumer. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that. Okay. So that's another great tip. So next up we have Nicolette Schroeder. So welcome Nicolette. You're going to talk to us about how marketing is a long-term game. Hello, Shannon. Hi. So we want to keep in mind that marketing, specifically when you're talking about branding solutions, it's a long-term game. Staying focused on your overall marketing goals and remind yourself there are going to be months when the numbers are great and months when the market took a dip. Things to think about are what is going on with your industry currently. How do you compare to last year's at the same time? But by always keeping yourself aware of marketing conditions, it will help you stay focused. Remember that this is a marathon and not a sprint. Absolutely. And that is one of my favorite sayings. We say that to clients a lot. Um, I do think it's really important to remind our clients, any business owners out there that are listening, that they're really aware of their own industry. The more you know about your industry, the better it will help them measure what is going on with their own results. So that's exactly what we always tell clients. I, I work with a local car dealer 
that my favorite part about the reporting is exactly that. We I might go in there thinking, oh, it was a rough month by looking at my numbers. But by the time I get in there, he knows the market so well. He knows what every one of his competitors are doing. And nine times out of 10, we might have dipped in our own numbers, but he's still ahead of the game because he knows what they're doing compared to what he's doing. So like that is such an important thing that he's not just looking at it from month to month. He is looking at the long-term game. And, you know, that's why, you know, we have clients that have been with us for four, five, six, seven years because they're not in it for a quick turn, right? You know, we can get results in 90 days, but that's not what we're shooting for. It's why we ask for an annual. That tip that Nicolette talked about in here about being in it for the long game and always remind yourself, as she said, it is definitely a marathon, not a sprint. And last but not least, our la- it comes from Angela Todd, who is a senior digital marketing consultant at FDS. Welcome, Angela. Thanks, Shannon. So my tip today is about the benefits of working with a digital-only agency, and we like to call ourselves a niche agency. And if you do decide to partner with an agency such as us that does digital-only, it can bring so many benefits to your business. So a digital-only agency brings the expertise in all of the digital tactics that you may be lacking with from your team. If there's maybe some kind of a weakness or um, something lacking on your team in the digital realm as well, or if you're an owner trying to do it all by yourself, we can take some of that pressure off of you. A digital-only agency also will often work with you on all aspects of your traditional marketing as well, because we are very well-versed on those. And the reason we do that is because we want to make sure that the digital is going to ensure that our campaigns and the other things that you're doing outside of that in traditional marketing are all working very cohesively together. And it is a complement and a layer to your entire marketing strategy. And then finally, a digital-only agency is that our job is to work as an extension of your marketing team. We want you to see us as part of your business. And so... With that, our only goal is bringing you a return on investment with your strategies with us. You know, that is something we say to all of our clients. I hope they all believe it because we mean it when we say we really are that extension of their current marketing team. And, you know, sometimes that marketing team is a one man show. Sometimes there's five people on their team and sometimes it's a business owner that's just trying to keep up. But no matter how many people are on their current marketing team, there's still just not enough hours in the day. So having us, you know, like you said, just having that digital expertise. Exactly. And the one thing too, I also try to, you know, explain to my clients too, is that this is the only hat that we wear. We're not wearing multiple hats. So we're laser focused on keeping up with everything digital with the strategies and solutions that we offer. But that also filters down into the way we do customer service to our clients, the way our campaign teams manage them behind the scenes. Like that's all that we do. So we are staying on top of everything that is digital related. Absolutely. Would you say... Because I think sometimes our we've come across clients that are working with a marketing agency, but not a digital marketing agency. What would you say that, what would you come across that would be the biggest difference between a digital only as FDS is versus a traditional marketing agency? Well, you know, that's a great question. And I think it just comes right back to the fact that that's the only hat that we wear. So we're yeah. we're able to be incredibly responsive to the way the industry has is changing and growing like crazy. I mean, we know it's digital is exactly where most marketing budgets are going in, in, into 2024 and beyond. So just staying on top of everything like that, our focus is not diluted by other types of traditional marketing. This is exactly where we're going to stay is laser focused on digital. Well, and I've always said, sometimes it's just 
we are because we'll work with clients that are also working with a creative agency, let's say. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like we all have our own role to play. You know, we stay in our lane and we help each other where we need to. So some exactly. of the best relationships I think we have with clients are if they are working with a traditional agency that maybe is a media buyer for them, but also doing their creative, we're that other lane that is the digital expertise. Because even for them as a traditional, it's hard for them to be the expert at everything. They cannot be the expert at radio buys and TV buys, and then be the graphics designers. Oh, and by the way, you need to know everything there is about OTT and connected and SEM, right? Exactly. And that's where in working with a traditional media buyer, I have found with a lot, quite a few of my clients that they're going to turn to me to be that digital expert. And that's exactly what we're here to do. So, so, okay, Angela, that was a great tip. So before we wrap up here, I just want to thank everybody. So thank you guys for all your tips. They were great. Before we, you know, close off this episode, does anybody have anything else that, you know, you want to talk to our listeners about or any other tips we missed that got you thinking when we were talking about some of the other tips that some of your coworkers talked about? Anything come to mind? Well, I think for me, something that came to mind is we could do this over and over and over. So that's why we do Tip Tuesday. So for those listeners that are not that are only tuning in for our longer podcasts that we do, episodes that we do twice a month on Thursdays. Please tune in for every Tuesday where we're each doing some quick little tips that we can tie in. But this was great. I loved having everybody. So if everybody could say, you know, goodbye to our listeners, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. So thank you to our listeners for tuning in today and join us for our next episode of Digital Marketing ROI. You've been listening to Digital Marketing ROI from Federated Digital Solutions. Do you have an idea for a future episode or a burning digital marketing question? Text ROI to 45364 to get a link where you can share your idea. Subscribe to get new episodes every other Thursday, plus Tip Tuesday insights every week. Podcasts by Federated Media.